Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts Cast. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. Make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so you can be notified on every new episode. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Colts Cast and on Instagram at Colts Cast. Not only will you see new episodes posted on there, but you will see updates from us, polls we run, highlight videos, and fresh takes we tweet. Again, that's at the Colts Cast on Twitter and at Colts Cast on Instagram. Jamal, this is our 20th episode. Oh, man. I know. Long time coming. Yes, sir. Having fun, too, but this will be the 20th time I ask you. Are you ready to get into some Indianapolis Colts content? And for the 20th time, you know that answer don't change. Let's get it. Say less. On today's episode, we will look at the veteran wide receivers still available on the market and what the Colts should do going forward about their wide receiver core. All right. So about two weeks away from the start of training camp, less than 60 days away from NFL kickoff. Exciting times we're, we're in right now. Oh, yeah. I would say general manager Chris Ballard has done a great job with our roster. Wouldn't you agree? I had to say so. However, most people would say the Colts' biggest need right now is more wide receiver talent. I think we added some great draft picks, in my opinion, and some key players in the offseason. But that wide receiver core, what, what's going on with that? that everybody talks about it. Michael Pole in our heart, man. It is. But, I mean, we like our receivers, right? Oh, yeah. I we do, talk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't. Michael Pittman <laughs> Jr. is technically the only established receiver on the roster. He's our ex-receiver. He's our go-to guy. But then everyone else is unproven. Alec Pierce. So much hype around him. But he's projected to develop into, you know, that downfield thread, deep ball specialist. This big frame and strength. And we got next on the list projected as wide receiver three pairs Campbell, maybe. I guess they're interchangeable right now. We don't know who's getting that wide receiver two role. But Paris Campbell, he may become the slot receiver we need. Could Ashton Doolin take a leap this year, Jamal? It could happen. What about Desmond Patman? Mike Strawn? Kiki Cootie? That's your boy. You were high on him on our on our uh, couple episodes ago. Hey, don't say so, I was that high. I weren't high, but you know, you said he could be <laughs> coming and do a little something. Yeah, something. yeah, he can do. He can play a little <laughs> snap, snap. But Jamal, this begs the question, and I'm gonna let you have at it first. All right. Do we truly need to add a veteran wide receiver? I I think, you know, like you said, we got I got full faith in our receiver our receiving core. Um. I do think they'll step up to the plate when we need them to, but do I think it's the strongest? Absolutely not. So if you were to, you know, just ask me, like you said, do we need that vet receiver? I would personally like to see that, mainly because, like you, I mean, as you mentioned, Pittman is our only, you know, experienced receiver that we do have. He's the only person who's who had a lot of downs. He's played again. Alec Pierce being the rookie, Paris Campbell. I mean, he hasn't even played enough. To, to for my you know for me to call him experienced um so i would like to see someone with some a vet receiver in the in the wide receivers room kind of at least giving us some insight showing how to run some routes and having honestly having just the reliability 
I mean, goodness gracious, we, we can't be one dimensional when it comes to our receivers and every cornerback knows we're going we're gonna to give it to Pittman. They're going to double coverage him and try to lock him up. So it will really be nice to see a little vet receiver come in and, and add a little spunk for us. Well, which vet receiver do you think would be the best addition? Because right now, here's some here here are a few receivers on the market still: Julio Jones, Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, John Ross, Emmanuel Sanders, Odell Beckham Jr., Cole Beasley. Yeah, and that's kind of where it gets tricky because. Anybody who knows anything about Chris Ballard knows that if you have any kind of asterisk by your name, you're, you're out. You know, OBJ, it would be great to have him out there, but he's too emotional. Uh, we, we we would never have somebody like that on the team. Chris Ballard doesn't really go for that. Uh, he, he doesn't want somebody to try to be the center of attention. Odell made the best catch ever yeah, back in 2015 yeah. you rem- or 2014. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh yeah, that, against the cowgirls. That old, oh, oh, bro! Of course, I had to come against them. <laughs> oh man! And I, I would love to see uh, Matt Ryan connect with him out there on the field. But also, just as good as that catch is, we've seen those meltdowns on the sideline, kicking the kicking the kicking stand, and you know, all field activities and all this kind of stuff. That that doesn't fly with Chris Ballard. So I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't even think he would entertain it. To be completely honest with you, he's not a. Uh... He's a shell of his former self. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was yeah. a top five receiver in his prime. I'll, mm-hmm. I will say that, but injuries. Oof. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not even talking about his other injuries, but that those two ACL tears in yes. the same knee. Yes. In, in, in two years, that that Colts Nation, I, I can't sign off on that. No. And, and, you know, as well, we're going to talk about ones that have some problems. You know, we got to throw Julio out there. What I would love, 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 love to see Matt Ryan be able to link up with Julio, take it back to their Atlanta days. But, again, Julio hit the injury last year with the Titans, um, missed seven weeks, I believe it was, and then he just kind of got dismissed from the team. Had some issues at the beginning of the season uh, with, with penalties, and Mike Vrabel kind of verbally address that how he didn't like that and you know variable comes from the belichick tree so you know that he's kind of stern with his players and and again i kind of take that back to ballard where ballard doesn't really kind of go for that stuff so i don't think i think that frank Reich is kind of too soft to handle something somebody like that in my personal opinion you don't think we can get julio nah i, I think we could get him i think we could get him i don't think that ballard will get him I don't think that he he doesn't want those problems, man. He he has some off field problems that's going on as well. It just again, I hate to always just say it, but I just feel like unless you unless we we might as well be like the Yankees where you can't have facial hair, you got to be clean cut and everything because if you got any kind of asterisks by you, bro, Ballard ain't for it. He's not, he's just not. It's just not his cup of tea. Julio Jones would be the legendary reunion. I mean, this looks like just a movie script. Two Falcons legends playing on a new team. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I, bro, I would love it. I would love to see it. And, and, and I want Ballard to prove me wrong. Show me that you're willing to go out on a limit and bring Julio in here because that's what we need. Because out of the other ones you mentioned, Will Fuller, way too many injuries. We can't we can't trust that. We're back to square one if we bring him he in. He played two games last season in Miami. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. he had an injury in every part of his body. That's all I'll say. Yep. See, we don't need that nonsense. Um, Ty, well, hold on, all- hold on. A lot of people say we do. I've I've heard people they're like bring in a Will Fuller, someone who can take the top off the of defense. Boom. You agree with that? <sighs> if we can get past injuries, 
Yes. But injuries are such a sore subject for the Indianapolis Colts, bro. I just, I'm afraid to risk it on somebody who, who has the potential to go down. I mean, I know everybody has the potential, but statistically he, on paper, he's going to go down. Yeah. If you had and to that, make a bet right now, I'm pretty sure an injured Will Fuller is at like minus 160. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, you got to bet the house on that to make nothing. I ain't. Yeah. So that makes it scary. Of course, TY, you know, at this point, I mean, honestly, if we're going to have to have somebody, at least keep, keep them home. If, you, if you're going to do it, if you're really going to bring in a vet. Yeah. Would, would we honestly hate a TY sign in right now? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I know his injuries have happened and he's been a little slower, but. He's someone who knows the system. He's not going to have to come in and learn something new. Uh, you know, we can pay him a decent premium, and he can he can still do a little something. It's it's. I think that'll be the most beneficial out of because some of these other guys, like um, did you say, who else did you say on this? Deshaun, uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Did you say him? I don't know if you did or not. Or Emmanuel I did Sanders, not. At least. I I have not. I didn't even bring up Deshaun Jackson, but okay, Deshaun Jackson's well, like thirty six or something. Yeah, I was and I was gonna say the same thing about Sanders. Man, they're both so old. We don't we don't need anybody any older coming in here, you know. So I had to push them to the side. Well, as how well. old is too old? Because Julio Jones is thirty three. I and I think that if we're gonna sign somebody for a two three year at receiver, I would like to see them in that thirty two thirty three range. I think that thirty five, you probably kind of lost a step or two. Now it's not gonna take away from these guys, but when you're at the top of the list like that, I mean, I I think that we're kind of pushing it, in my opinion, because they've been run through at this point. They they because they were dogs and they were in their prime. And I think that it will kind of catch up with you. I think Julio with the injury, he definitely had a lot of time to sit off. Julio was a top five or top three receiver in his yeah. prime and he's already he's got the chemistry with matt ryan mm-hmm. what they constructed in atlanta they they were one of the best duos in the league uh, i mean colts fans they they probably want to argue that we need some speed and uh, jones is fast so he you know he, he doesn't fit that deep speed threat you know right but i mean he would instantly be our most experienced receiver on the roster make an impact day one mm-hmm. if he stays healthy but he checks he checks what all scouts are looking for. Well, we're talking about prime Julio Jones, but he checks everything. Size, strength, speed, catching skills, route running, blocking. He he does it all. I just think this makes sense. I agree. And and exactly what you were just saying, when Julio is on the field next to Pittman, you're gonna have to figure out which which cornerback you want to put on which guy. When Will Fuller's out on the field with Pittman, you know who's going to be on. You know who's going to be on. You know Pittman. So I, I, I think it's, I think it's true. If we had, if we had Julio out there, it will make it that much harder, and and make us that much better. So Ballard, if you're listening, lock him up. Lock Ballard, him up. Do it. Just do it. What about? So you already said Emmanuel Sanders is a no, even though he's posted 600 receiving yards in the last mm-hmm. four seasons at least, but. I also think he, like you said, he's at the tail end of his, of his career. I think he's probably trying to join a contender, a true contender. Yeah. Although, you know, I think the Colts can make it all the way, but the general perception of us is we are not a true contender. So, I think That's he fair. may. Yeah, I think he might go to someone like, like maybe the Ravens. Um, I don't know, just someone that's perceived to be better than us Mm -hmm. um odell seems like out of the question what about john ross fastest 40 time ever 
Well, since, since I talk about these other couple guys, let, let me hear what you think about John Ross here, the Mr. Fast 40. Let, let's hear what you got to say. Yeah, he he had the fastest 40 ever. I think he recorded at a 4.22, and everybody was so hype on him. <laughs> I remember that's all people were talking about, his electric speed. He beat out everyone, ever. But his production wouldn't say that. Mm. I mean, he got drafted number nine overall, and you would think, when the Bengals selected him at number nine, you, you would think he'd be, you know, a long-term starter there, maybe a pro bowler at least, but he just never got it all together. I think he got benched a while back because of a few bad drops, and he's just, mm-hmm. he's never gotten all together after that. He's been, I think he was on the Giants. Yeah, so he was in the Giants last year. Yeah, Only his speed. 11 receptions. Yeah, <laughs> It's not a lot. Uh, his speed is unmatched. I'll, I'll give him that. I I think he could make an impact for the Colts, but he he's not on my top three. Yeah, uh, list of veteran receivers that I would like to sign. No, and I I hear that. And honestly, I mean, as a young guy too, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody like that. You know, uh, especially with the speed, if we can kind of develop him. And yeah, maybe but, it just wasn't his fit. Uh, so that's all he's really got is the that speed. I've seen. Because, yeah, so why are you not on the team right now if, right. if you're the fastest player to ever do it in the NFL, according mm-hmm. to the 40-yard dash? I think there's something not quite right with him. I haven't really seen much of him on the field either just because he's not on the field a lot. Yeah. And he's had a few injuries too. Just not my cup of tea right now. Um, I think if I had to... I know Julio Jones and T.Y. Hilton are probably in my top three. Yeah. I think one guy we could potentially look at is Cole Beasley. Not the, oh, yeah? Not the most enticing name, but if you saw his production last season, you'd be confused why he's a free agent. He had 112 targets last season. Josh Allen trusted him. Why can't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more than receivers like T. Higgins, A.J. Brown, Mari Cooper, Devontae Smith. The list goes on and on and on. He had almost 700 yards on 82 catches. Not horrible. No, not bad. But he's also 33 and doesn't have the talent of Julio Jones, which is why the Colts could probably look somewhere else. Because if, if you want to sign him, why, why not just sign Julio? Julio's better. Yeah. That's my opinion. I think I it would probably only be two guys I would want right now, Julio Jones or T.Y. Hilton. Like you said, T.Y. Hilton knows the offense. Julio knows Matt Ryan. They've been together for so long and playing together. I don't know if I would hate an Odell Beckham signing, but I'm so like, I think his last ACL tear was non-contact too. Yeah. That is scary. So that's, that's my thoughts, Jamal. No, I I agree. So I think the consensus is fair. We would like to see either Julio or T.Y. in the building. I think both would bring a lot of positive energy for us. Well, so would the addition of one of them or any other veteran wide receiver help boost us to a top 10 team in the NFL? I think with Julio, yes. I do think with Julio, yes. Because, again, dude, that's still a freak of nature. And I still think he's got some gas in the tank. I think it just got a little hasty with those that last year in Atlanta where he wanted out, 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 and they gave him what he wanted. And it may not necessarily have been to the team he wanted to go, you know, with with A.J. Brown and, and the Titans, and so it kind of just backfired on everybody. But I don't think he's done. I, I think that if he if we were to scoop him up, uh, put him at the Y, 
I think we will be in business. Uh, and it would definitely make us a top 10 because now we look at Matt has a wide receiver one, a wide receiver two, and a tight end he can throw to. And and I'd be willing to bet you. I mean, and we'll talk about this later, but whoever is at that wide receiver three, I mean, that, that's just that's just a match made in heaven for a quarterback like Matt Ryan. He, he has the weapons he needs. But if we have T.Y., no, that does not keep us at a – that does not bump us up to a top 15. Or excuse me, a top 10. I think that keeps us probably kind of staggering where we are right now um, because he's going to be more, in my opinion, going to be a place filler for us. I got to disagree, man. Oh, okay. If there were more wide receivers of a different caliber on the market, I would say maybe someone like a Devontae Adams or a Cooper Cup was on the market. Mm-hmm. That could probably vault us up. But T.Y. Hilton's not doing it. Emmanuel Sanders isn't doing it. John Ross isn't doing it. Will Fuller, no. Julio Jones, I I guess I would argue with you, maybe. If we get if we get a 2019 Julio Jones or a, a prime Julio Jones, maybe. Top 10 team in the NFL is is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. We could already be. Uh, you may be right, Jamal, you know. You may be. I mean, it, it could go either way. I could, and I can understand why it can go either way. I just think that he would definitely bring a next level of, of or a new caliber for us to where now we we aren't worried about being double covered on Pittman. We're not worried about Pittman's being double covered, and we're probably going to try to run the ball with um, JT. So that's the that's kind of like my rationale for it. I think that it kind of opens up, and again, I think the chemistry could be could be refreshing for everybody but i i can see your argument now i think at first i was i was saying you know julio jones couldn't do that but i i might be able to side with you on this one well how about this if we were to add a veteran wide receiver would they take that wide receiver one two or three spot we'll be back after a quick break if if you look really well at the revenues of the different clubs and so on, like AC Milan uh, has had uh, a kind of dark time of uh, around yeah. the decade, right? You know, we we kind of uh, fifteen years ago we were leveled with Man United in terms of revenues, uh-huh. uh, Madrid and Barca, right? Sure. Like they've all taken off, they've all really developed commercially. AC Milan kind of stayed pretty much flat in terms of revenues until like three years ago, the new kind of leadership team. Came on board and started looking at things in a in a in a different way. So we also acknowledge, you know, we 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 have a lot to do, uh, a lot. Mm. So I think going back to where you were just saying, if it was a Devonte Adams or a Tyreek Hill or someone like that, I think without question, they take that wide receiver one spot. Uh, but Pittman's kind of shown that he could. He can he can kind of handle that spot and and with the free agents that's available, I think the only person who would have the potential to do that would be Julio, but I don't know that Julio I don't know that our organization would give Julio the time of day his first year to try to come in and take that spot. He would have to do a whole lot to show that he's worthy of taking that wide receiver one spot from Pittman. So I think hit I think Pittman is kind of set in stone as of now. Uh, that wide receiver one, but I do think that he would come in and take that uh, wide receiver two spot without without question. I think but Julio it, could challenge it. 
Oh yeah, I think he could challenge it. Yeah, I I didn't want to I don't want to go too far, but I, I definitely think you're right. I I think that Julio would love to probably challenge it to take that number one to be with Matt Ryan, you know, and just because I think he's that kind of guy. Even when he was in Alabama, he he wanted to be that guy when he got to Atlanta because wasn't it who was it was it Roddy White who was having like a crazy year one year when they were all down there and I mean Julio still I feel like Julio still tried to ball out the entire time, so he 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 wants to be number one guy no matter where he is. Yeah, I just think that rapport between Matt Ryan and Julio, I mean, MPJ might be the number one wide receiver going in, but a game or two in, mm. Matt Ryan starts finding Julio down the seam, mm. giving them flashbacks from Atlanta. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna trust him. He's going to trust him. I don't know if that's what the coaching staff wants, but it, it would be... It, it would be that great connection they they once had. Doesn't take anything away from Michael Pittman, but that's already been cemented. I don't know. He could just step in and garner a lot of targets. You know, Gronk stepped in in Tampa Bay. Brady trusted him. Always found a way to get him the ball. Gronk's retired now, but for now, for now, but <laughs> yeah, just a comparison. So. No, I I like that actually. That's that's a very valid point. And I guess when you think about it like that, at the end of the day, everybody on the team has one goal, and that's to get the championship. So if that means that means you got to sacrifice that, then I mean, it is what it is. I guess we touched on this a little bit, but how would this affect Pittman, Pierce, or Campbell with the addition of a veteran wide receiver? Yeah, I, I think that Pittman would. He's a humble enough guy to. I don't think it would truly, because I think it's something short term. I, I think he would know that um, Julio wouldn't be there, you know, for six, seven years down the road. But if it were kind of going back to the Terry McLaughlin stuff that was going on here a little while ago before he re-signed with the Commanders, I, I was reading a couple of things saying how, you know, Pittman would maybe look for a trade after his contract is done. If it were a young guy that came in and it was a true threat, I could possibly see that. But with the vet coming in, that's probably going to just sign a couple year contract. I don't really foresee it being the end of the world for someone like Pittman, um, because I like to think that he's happy here and he he knows that he could. You're probably thinking long term. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking yeah. long term. But for as far as it goes for Campbell and Pierce, I mean, I I think it's hard. I, I, I think either, no matter what, you know, we pick up a vet like that, they're getting bumped down to Z. They're going to get wide receiver three without question. Uh, I think it's just going to be a battle of who who can who can win it out of those two guys. Yeah, I think Pierce will get bumped out of the presumed number two spot mm-hmm. just with someone, you know, experienced coming back. Unless he balls out in training camp. If he does something spectacular. I mean, we've seen rookies – have successful rookie years. We saw oh, yeah. Jamar Chase last year. We saw Jalen Waddle. Even Elijah Moore was great. It, there's rookie wide receivers can make an impact. So that's why it's going to be so interesting in training camp to see what's actually going to happen with our wide receiver core. Anything could happen. Shoot, Desmond Patman could step up to the plate yeah. and be a starter. We don't know. We really don't. The only one we know is cemented in there is Michael Pittman Jr. Mm-hmm. So. But adding a veteran wide receiver, I mean, it's obviously going to cut into the volume of every one of those receivers. So it just depends on who we sign. Julio Jones, I think, will bump Pierce out. Just really depends on who it is. You know, if we sign someone like T.Y. Hilton, they're going to compete for that slot receiver role ahead of um, Paris Campbell. So Agreed. 
But if Campbell is healthy, who wins the wide receiver two spot, Campbell or Pierce? See, this one is where it gets super tricky because I I would have to I don't know. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Because we we obviously went out on the limb. We drafted Pierce, you know, where we did because we want him. We we expect him to come in at that wide receiver two spot. When we look back at his college career, over thirty six games, hundred and six catches. 1,851 yards, 13 touchdowns, averaging 17 and a half yards per reception. I mean, deep ball threat to say the least. Oh yeah. But, but he's not the best route runner. Um, and and I and I know that stuff. You can learn. You, I mean, if, obviously he can learn it over a couple of years. Um, but we look at Campbell, and I feel like there's always just that little bit in the back of you who who knows that Campbell was supposed to be that guy coming out of Ohio State. I mean, he was he was balling when he was in college, but when he got to the league, it's just come injury riddled. And I think that it's it's Pierce's at this point it's Pierce's spot to lose because he's as we as we saw a couple reports and things throughout um OTAs that he, he wants it. But I, I definitely know Campbell has a chip on his shoulder, and I hope that means he'll come and ball out. But if I'm being honest with you, I think that they're going to try to cement Pierce unless otherwise, you know, unless unless Campbell comes out and just steals the show. Right. And it's a good question because I, I think most people are thinking Alec Pierce is already cemented as wide receiver too. And I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere, but what I actually read was Nate Atkins of the Indianapolis Star projected him as such. Mm. So he, yeah, he's not, you know, tied up with the wide receiver two spot yet. But I think he is the best compliment to Michael Pittman Jr. He's going to, Michael Pittman Jr. at least is going to be most of the time, he's working those intermediate routes. He's trying to move the chains. Mm -hmm. He's going to be that go to guy that we, that possession receiver. But we need someone who's going to be a downfield threat and not just someone who's going to take the top off the defense. We need someone who's going to win these jump ball situations. Someone's that, someone that can go one-on-one with a corner and beat them out on those 50-50 balls. Someone who can stretch the field. It's a tall task to ask for any rookie. But, uh, yeah, he's got a lot, lot to shoulder right now. Oh, yeah. On the other side, Paris Campbell. He has the capability of taking that wide receiver two spot. I bet if you ask most Colts fans, no one will deny Campbell's talent. They've seen it. They've seen it in film. In the little games he's played in, they saw his college film. It's just always been about availability, as that is the most important ability. So in a perfect world where Campbell plays every game in a season and his talent's on full display, he could be a logical choice for a wide receiver too. Just simply, why, you know, why is that, Eric? I think it's because he already has more experience. I know he doesn't play a lot of games because he's hurt, but he's been on that team for, it's, it's going to be running on four years. That goes a long way. I mean, I think he's he's been in there right probably the whole time, except maybe one year. Yep. Yeah, so that experience goes a long way until you start playing like garbage or something. Then someone else is going to take that spot, you know. But it... It's a good question. I I will give the edge to Pierce right now, too, because I think he is the best compliment. We'll see what happens. I'm very excited about training camp. 
I want to see both of them ball out. I just want to see the team be successful. Sure. I, I want us not to lose to the Jaguars in Jacksonville in week two. I think that's the most important thing on everyone's mind right now. For sure. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for us, folks. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Colts cast. We release episodes every Monday and Friday morning. Go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back on Friday to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Take care. Ballard, bring them home. Bring them home. <laughs>